My guest today is Justin McElroy here to talk about his review of Saints Row Gat Out of Hell. I'm Griffin McElroy, and you are listening to Polygon's Quality Control. the sirens they're screaming the fires are howling way down in the valley tonight that's that's bad out of hell by meatloaf mm. Mm. music and lyrics by meatloaf do you know the song well and jim steinman okay i'll take your word for that um okay. i mean we're talking famous partnership i mean the two well not super famous huh that's debatable listen apparently en- enough hilarity uh let's talk about saints row get out of hell um the latest in the saints row franchise well kind of hmm it is the latest thing to come out of it it is a standalone thing right st- a standalone expansion to saints row 4 correct um and you just played it for review. Do, right. can start out, I guess, by quantifying what it what it is. Is it like a a standalone game? Do you need to know about Saints Row Four in order to? It's like, weird, get it? right? So like, it is standalone in the sense that, um, like y- it you can play it un- without owning Saints Row Four. So in that sense, it is indeed standalone. Um, I would say that. One of my big issues with it is that it that it doesn't really stand alone, um, literally speaking, as a, a whole experience. Um, basically, okay. So let me let me give you the story pitch, and then I'll explain from there. Um, Johnny Gat and Kinsey are uh, two of the sort of uh, gang members, recurring characters from. The Saints Row franchise, your boss, who was your main character in, in the previous Saints Row games, gets uh, sucked into hell to marry Satan's daughter. So uh, Johnny Gat and Kinsey have to go into hell to try to rescue him. Um, the way they do that is to uh, go to the underworld New Hades, which is a new environment, uh, and basically wreck shop until Satan gets so pissed off that he fights them. Which triggers the the boss fight to uh, free the boss, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, the 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 weird thing about Saints Row Four: Get Out of Hell is that there isn't a a story mission kind of thing to speak of. What there's no ca- there's no campaign to no speak can- of. Well, I mean, there is a campaign, but there's no series of story quests leading you through like. A narrative as much as it Correct. is go like wreck shit. Correct. Until- There's a few t- tutorial missions, but aside from some s- tutorials and the the last thing that happens, um, basically what you're doing are side activities or what would have quanti- been quantified as side activities in previous Saints Row games. Um, you got some recurring favorites like uh, Mayhem, where you try to destroy as much crap as possible, Survival, try to kill as many enemies without dying as you can. Um, Insurance uh, fraud. Insurance fraud, which is now, uh, I think, torment fraud is the name of it, where you're this poor sap trying to knock years off of their, their hell sentence um, by getting hit by cars. And, and that's a recurring thing. Um, there are some new ones, too. There's uh, sort of a capture the flag 
King of the Hill type mode where you're trying to hold down these specific control points before the bad guys can retake them. Um, and a uh, 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 some f- uh, missions built around the big new addition for this game, which is Flight. Um, right. Johnny Gat and Kinsey, who you can change between at will, are, are um, they, they get these angelic wings that allow them to soar through new Hades. So there's some missions to take advantage of that. So I want to like, just to set sort of the, the baseline for our um, discussion here, you, I feel like you are like one of the bigger saints row fans that I know. I think it was like you who covered saints row the third at some trade show. And you came back to the newsroom afterwards, like guys, you aren't going to believe this, but saints row three is, uh, a, a magical experience and how, how true no truer words were never spoken. Cause it was really great. And like the things that I like about it, uh, like, you know, being over the top and not having like a super serious take on the open world sort of, um, structure of, of games. And, you know, that whole fun shall overcome idea. It seems like based on your review, like a lot of that stuff still exists here in get out of hell. The, the thing about Saints Row is that you always hear it was it, it's a dumb game made by smart people. And and I I don't doubt that um uh you know uh, smart people are still working on this this series. I uh, but it to make a game that's that sort of like it just the Saints Row games are like they love the player. That's the thing. They love the person there. They want to throw as much stuff out in front of you as possible. And make you have as much fun as possible. Get Out of Hell is the first time where it kind of feels phoned in. So, like, the the problem that creates is when you don't feel like they're prioritizing your time or making really good use of your time by having you play some of these side quests, uh, you know, repeatedly and not really giving you, like, a main... Th- uh, mission to play through and, and having those side quests be fairly repetitive based on what you said especially once you become powerful enough to just like you know yeah che- cheese your way through them yeah i got to a point where i had a stomp that would kill everything on the screen and an unlimited ammo rocket launcher like that ain't hard i got it two-thirds of the way through the game and that turns a lot of the activities into just sort of like mindless you know push through them there's some that aren't changed like the the flight uh, mini games and uh, there's there's two different types of missions that have flight in them. That's not super affected, but uh, you do get upgrades to your flight, which makes this a lot easier. Um, but it got to a point where it was just kind of mechanical. I was just sort of going through the motions. I I did enough side activities to trigger the fight with Satan in about four hours, and that was half of the main activities. Um, and within another hour, I had finished the rest of the activity. So it was five hours to do everything. Um, and I don't normally like to talk about games in that in that sense, but I think when you're talking about this kind of content where it's like standalone DLC type thing, um, I, I think that that's fair. Uh, if it had been a stellar five hours, that would have been one thing, but it, it feels really padded. Um, I want to talk about Flight because I actually played a little bit of the game with you a couple days ago, um, and... It really does seem like the the most sort of special thing about this package because it's basically like the only thing they didn't give you in Saints Row 4. You could get, you know, in a jet or a hovercraft or any number of crazy vehicles. But the, the, the ability to, you know, leap high into the air and fly around is entirely new. And I think it's pretty great. Can you can you talk a little bit about 
what works so well about it because I feel like flight as a form of locomotion is not something you are typically afforded in open world games because it just completely breaks the experience if, if you can just, you know, instantly just sort of zap around. What they very smartly did is add some restrictions to flight. Um, it, it, For instance, it, it's, it's very much sort of like uh, similar to plane, I guess, controls where if you go too s- slow or try to fly straight up or what have you, um, you'll you'll stall out. Um, they, it also limits how much you can fly earlier on with a, a stamina meter. Um, it limits the number of flaps you can do uh, to help keep your speed up and uh, until later in the game you unlock more. Um, so I think by adding those sorts of restrictions, it kind of kept it from feeling like, you know, you had no clip mode turned on. Like it, it feels... Sure. Uh, it, it was a smart um, way of 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 interjecting it without making it feel completely sort of like um, overpowered, I guess, for lack of a better term, or, or, or balance crushing. There are other powers that absolutely do that, but flight is not sure. one of them. Do, do you? It does kind of break the experience, though, because I, I had the same problem with uh, Saints Row uh, Four. Uh, where I never got in a vehicle after I got the super sprint ability. It's just like there is no vehicle that is faster than I am. Is is that a problem here too? Once you get the ability to fly like a beautiful Roma Downey angel, there's just like no reason to hop in a, a, a you know, Ford Escape. I mean, it's a problem only if like the, the thrill of... Con- you know, steering shoddily controlling vehicles through a f- an imaginary hellscape uh, <laughs> entices you. I, I mean, to me, I'd rather fly given the option. That's that's it is fair. Super de-emphasized though. It's actually kind of funny. You learn in the first tutorial how to hijack a car, and then you'll never do it again. Or at least I didn't. Uh, there, there are except for some armored cars that you can steal and take back for money. Like there's just no reason to do it. And and it's that, that's sort of one of the things that is missing. Here you can't um, summon vehicles like in in previous Sanctuary games. You can't um, call your friends. There's can no you custom- radio. Can there's you no customize? Cu- the there's vehicles? no customization. There's no cribs to customize. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that that isn't there, uh, and and it makes it feel even more sort of lacking. And speaking of customization, you control two characters who you can't like. You can't, you you don't have that boss character that you right that you get to make over. And that was, I don't know, as silly as it was like that, I really, really liked that from. Yeah. From- it was, it's a lot of fun. And that, and I mean, again, that's something that maybe would feel makes more sense in a, you know, huge open world game sure. as opposed to a, a five hour sort of, uh, subset. But I just don't feel like they had anything really interesting that they, to do here. Like that would necess- necessitate it other than flight, which seems like it could have been in the, the main game. I, I don't, I don't think, uh, that Saints Row got out of hell like really brings enough to the table. Um, I got some Twitter questions here. You want those? You know it. Uh, this one was sent in by our good buddy Drew Davenport, who is the Davenporter on Twitter, who asks, after hell and space, what is left to explore in the Saints Row franchise? Time travel? Um, I think they did that. I think there was like a mission where you travel uh, back in time yeah yeah memory serves um but it's i mean it's a good jumping off point like where where do they go from here not just in terms of 
you know, still they have gone so far over the top at this point that there there is no more top. I don't think. I think that they've they they broke through the glass ceiling of bonkers shit that you can put in a video game, and then you know ran into a titanium ceiling that is just that, like the most bonkers it can possibly be. I think that's that's. Uh, it's one of those where I don't, I don't know where they would go from here. But that's also why I don't make video games. Like where, do, I, but as a fan of the franchise, where, what has worked in this franchise that you want to see more of? Like for me, like I, I kind of think I preferred Saints Row Three over Saints Row Four because I do feel like Superpowers kind of broke the game a little bit. I just don't know, without a, a really hearty revamp, I don't know how they can step away from superpowers and not make it feel similar to the problem that I, I think uh, Call of Duty will find itself in, where I don't know how you go back to the mobility of the previous games without feeling like you're, you got a weight tied around your ankle. Um, I think that it would be a mistake to, to try to backpedal on that stuff. There's a, a lot of room for a really well-made game that doesn't take itself seriously. Uh, there are not enough of those in in the market. So I, I welcome that anytime Saints Row wants to wants to bring it. I just hope that you know it's a little more uh, well thought out than Get Out of Hell is. And I think the progression loops, which are already you know pretty good, um, they were great. I think they were, in my opinion, they were in their best at and uh, in Saints Row Three, uh, because I still feel like superpowers sort of uh, pulled the rug out from under a lot of those loops. But I still think there's like room for refinement and more depth in 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 those systems. Because at the end of the day, your character at the end of Saints Row Three probably has all of the upgrades, and so there's not a lot of differentiation between my my you know boss and your boss. Um, what about in terms of setting? Any thoughts on that? It it's a uh, it's a little more boring. Um, I, for me, it it's a little more monochromatic. There's a ton of red. Um, there's occasional like splashes of neon and other colors, but it's really heavy on the red. All the people in the in New Hades are replaced by these like husks, just uh, shells of people sort of shambling around. Um, so there are, that makes it a little more mundane too, a little more repetitive. Um, and the, the monsters are, I, I mean, they're, they're, they're big demon guys, big demon fellas. And, and that's not super interesting. Um, but in terms of where it goes next, so Saints Row 5, you think heaven? I mean, I think it's gotta go to heaven. That's the only place left. Or I mean, Venus was- and Mars. And the moon, and uh, Earth, and yeah. all the other Destiny locations. So if they could hit all those, <laughs> that would be excellent. Let me hit you with this space. Let me let me hit you with this. I've been I've been twisting this around my mind for a while. Um, what about like inner space? What about like Osmosis Jones? They get shrunk down inside of a person, and they're like exploring their guts and stuff. That's a re- Griffin. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, just wow. putting that out. That have you read Is the that secret? Free? Have you, yeah, that one's free. If you, have you read the secret? You just like sort of say shit, sure. and then it happens. Yeah, um, it Tony Bag of Donuts, who is Boots Thirty Three on Twitter, asks uh, with not the his ser- Christian name of Tony Bag of Donuts. Tony Bag O Donuts. Okay, got it. Is his Christian name? Uh, he asks with the series sticking to its zany vibe, is Saints Row starting to feel old hat? 
I think that the problem with this sort of thing is that you can't rely on old gags. The times when Saints Row Get Out of Hell works the least well is when they're like doing reference jokes to Saints Row, the the Saints Row series, as though everybody remembers all the hit characters from that series. Sure. Um, so I think it takes a lot of like uh, it. It's more work to do this sort of funny because it it's very it has to be outlandish, and outlandish means can constantly sort of defying expectations. I think you did see some good instances of that in um, Saints Row Four. You know, notably speaking, the sequence with the uh, the Aerosmith music where you climb in the rocket is amazing. Uh, is that not this, Saints Row Three? I think it's Saints Row Four. Yeah, beginning of Saints Row Four. Yeah, you're right. Thanks. Uh, Appreciate it. Uh, but and this one has one really great sequence like that that is a musical number, and it's awesome and would have been really great if it hadn't been uh, used as in a marketing. trailer. Yeah. In a tra- not in a trailer. Like, it was released in toto by by uh, Deep Silver. So, I, I mean, kind of old hat. If you watch that, you've seen the best part of this whole thing. Um, Michael Emma, uh, who is Dill Emma on Twitter... Very clever name. Uh, he asks, is Meatloaf in the game? Follow-up question, why isn't Meatloaf in the game? So he is a, he is presuming that Meatloaf is not present. It is not. Uh, we don't get the... There's no fun celebrity cameos. Um, no Keith David? Old, no, some old, cele- old um, characters from the series pop up, but, like, the closest they get to celebrities is, like, William Shakespeare is in it, and uh, voiced by the real William Shakespeare. Yeah, he's back. He's back after a long retirement. Vlad the Impaler is 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 another one. Uh, where you basically they're kind of like loyalty missions, except the way you get their loyalty is you just do more side activities. So it's really just more of a way to structure those, and and that also feels sort of I don't know half hearted for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, that's all the questions we have. I guess just like to wrap up, like. What, what, why did they make this? Like, who, who, who is this for? Is this just, like, more Saints Row for people who have, like, played the hell out of Saints Row 4 already? Or is it, you know, their attempt to bring new people into the franchise with, like, a budget price, like, cross-section it of the experience? It would be a terrible first experience with Saints Row. It would not be... You would absolutely not understand what the fuss is about. I cannot imagine someone enjoying this who has never played a Saints Row game before. That said, there isn't really enough new from from in this game to justify, I, I think, spending the time and money if you're already, like, kind of sick of um, uh, uh, the, the, the franchise. You know, after playing Saints Row 4, if you're burnt out, this is not going to be what, what brings you back in. Um, if you're just, you know, kind of have an itch to do some more saints row type thing you really like the mini games in saints row the the side activities what have you then this is the this is the thing for you but uh if you're looking for pretty much anything else from the saints row franchise then i would i would skip this and just wait for saints row 5 inside a body inside a body inner space edition saints row 5 inner space catch it they're gonna get martin short you know he's in the mix oh yeah they're gonna get they're gonna get quaid Quaid's Gotta in the mix. Get, get me Quaid, mm-hmm. they'll say. I think they have that kind of clout to to get that Quaid pull. Are we done? Yeah, I think we're done. Thank you all for, for listening. 
Justin, say all the stuff that happens at the end of the show, because I've never listened uh, to a full one to the end. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening to Quality Control. This is our uh, game review podcast. We took a long hiatus because there weren't no games. So did the out. industry. The industry took itself a yeah, hiatus. Right, well, that, right. We're kind of de- dependent on game reviews uh, being published here. But now that uh, we got some more to talk about, then we're going to be here more regularly. That means you should uh, subscribe to us in iTunes. If you've got questions, send them to qualitycontrolpolygon.com. Uh, uh, I'm Justin McElroy, and uh, for Griffin McElroy, thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Quality Control.